it's the new year <laughs> welcome to the sounder podcast created out of the sounder of lady hoggers my name is molly from the copper penny farm and like always i'm here with my friends say hello friends hello friends yeah. Yep, I am Laura Jensen, uh, the pig nerd. What's been going on? My God, the best news. I can't wait to tell y'all. You probably saw it because I tried to post it everywhere. Hog yeah. 1000 on the books. Uh, that fantastic. is huge. Yeah, that's like, we got this, you know? Uh, it's always a worry of am I doing the right thing for the breed and the association? I feel like we've uh, we've crossed a major milestone there and it's um, it's sparked a lot of interest. So I have about three weeks of work to catch up on. Uh, and, and I've got one one afternoon this week. <laughs> so great problems. Uh, retail store for December. We had our biggest month ever. And it oh, showed, wow. thank you. Uh, it showed a lot of cracks. So I'm actually redirecting um, some things down there and uh, reorganizing and getting our feet under us because I, I do hope to double in 24 um pigs are due in early february uh things are going well there i've got one boar for sale uh and i think all is well there on the home front i get to see my grandbabies this weekend okay. haven't seen them in a year so uh oh super, that's fantastic yeah super excited about that um and uh that's what i know so how about you amanda what's happening i think you were back in my home state north carolina and back and forth yes, some? yes. yes. Uh, i'm amanda buck buck family ranch um I'm a little under the weather today, but just pushing through. So, um, yes, our family, we took a trip to North Carolina for Christmas. We flew out of Salt Lake City on Christmas Eve, and it was a fiasco. So hmm. I guess there was a big winter storm that was kind of coming out of the south and merging with cold air of the Midwest, and it created a ton of fog. So they had to close airports in Chicago, which happened to be where our layover was, um, just resulted in a lot of delays and almost cancellations and a lot of waiting around and hoping and praying we were going to make it to North Carolina by Christmas. Um, so we were supposed to land in Raleigh at 4.15 and we wound up getting in, it was about 12, in between 12.30 and 1 o'clock when we actually got, walked through the door at my parents' house. Wow. So, um, yes, it was a little bit of a fiasco getting there, but we had the best time. It was so good just to see everybody and um, get to spend time with family. I got to meet one of my nieces, which was so, so fun to get to meet her. And um, we got to spend a lot of time with everybody. So it was really good. And then we flew home um, on New Year's Eve and I could not have cared less about the new year beginning because by seven o'clock that night, I was in bed asleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably so. I was, wow. I was tired. I'm pretty sure that while we were there Christmas day, I came down with whatever I've got. It may or may not be the Rona. I don't know. Um, but it's kind of felt like that. So I don't know, just trying to get over that. And uh, let's see, now that we are back home, we have our meeting with planning and zone tomorrow about getting our land rezoned so that we can then get our uh, survey updated 
so that we can officially break ground this spring. So Yay. Woo. we'll hear about there that next week then. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I think their decision, so we will present it before the board tomorrow, and then they should be making their decision later this month. They'll reconvene and meet like either at the 15th or the 22nd and make a call on it. But we have looked at, um, like in public records, you can kind of look at the staff notes on, you know, they're looking over our stuff. And all of the people who have commented on it that are with the planning and zoning board are in support of what we're trying to do. So that's very encouraging. We're not going to go in there like overly confident, but it's at least encouraging going in, feeling like, okay, they're, they're supportive of what we're trying to do. So that's good. And in farm news, we are on lamb watch. We, I've, I really don't think our ewes are going to be lambing this month, but it is a possibility. So we're just on watch for that. Um, it could happen as early as mid-January, which, you know, maybe if it's like cattle, it probably will happen because they are calling for snow and stuff like <laughs> more snow, um, next week and beyond. So winter is finally getting here and it would make sense that the sheep would, you know, that our ewes would decide to land. Yeah. That kind That's of what weather. it goes. That's right. Worst possible weather. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. It, the past, there. the past four fairings that my my old salpini has had, the past four fairings, it's been beautiful on the days that I thought she was going to farrow, and then the bitch farrowed in fucking monsoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yet her stock is uh, alive and healthy. A lot. Yeah. I mean, she raises them. They're out in the woods. She has mm -hmm. them. They look like they're going to drown, but somehow they always make it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it it never fails that she has them in a fucking monsoon yeah yeah well i'm waiting because i know last year one of our uh use she's a first timer but she was born on the night that we had negative 50 temps like snow blowing negative 50 she was born out in the pasture and was totally fine yeah. so wow. that's impressive yeah yeah so i'm i'm waiting i'm kind of like I bet, she, I bet she's going to do that. I bet she's going to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've got going on. How about you, Molly? Uh, just a lot of, uh, not like tremendously a lot going on on my farm. Um, you know, my breeding, my farrowing season ended and I sent those babies off to, to New York and I got, I got some other babies, you know, that, uh, that got to go somewhere else, but I'm keeping majority of the rest for myself. Um, you know, because this year I'm trying new things. And, uh, so I'm actually going to have my own meat and my own thing going on. And, and I'm kind of scared about it because I've never, no. never kept this many babies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you've never had a meat business before either. And you gotta you get you can't sell apples from an empty card is one of our favorite sayings. I know. And like I saw them out there and I'm like, oh God, have mercy. You know, yeah. it's like, what have I done? But um, but no, it, uh a lot of what I've been doing is just, you know, self-work and and um getting my life together and you know, uh and just embracing a new path for myself. Um, so I've been doing that, uh, a lot of things that, you know, 
I started two years ago and, and, and did not complete or put them off. And, you know, I, I'm going into the new year with a, with a new outlook um, and trying to, you know, get those things going. Cause I always think, you know, I think ideas, you hear the saying, like everybody gets a million dollar idea. They just don't act on it, you know? Yeah. And so I'm going to act on all of them. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm on the same uh, same page this year. Let's let's let loose. Let's let it hang out and see where we go. Yeah. So you know, uh, you know, my farm is just basically running itself. Um, um, my hogs are out roaming and doing their thing. My babies are growing, and you know, I've I've took a new route on how I raise my hogs since I am by myself now. Um, I've taken a new route, making the hogs work for me, me not work for the hogs. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got a new feeding routine, a new everything and it's, and it's, they've really helped me out. And the thing about it is, is I can honestly say that my hogs are about as almost close to feral, but domesticated. That's cool. Um, that's you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's right, boys. That's right. You know, uh, somebody gave me shit one day because. They were talking about how they had done this and they had done that for their pigs, prepping for winter and doing all this. And they're like, you got to be wore down. And I was like, I didn't do none of that shit. Mm-hmm. My hogs are surviving on their own, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, but I can. And they're doing well. Yeah. Watch, watch me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but no, I, my, my thing is I've just been doing a lot of self, self work, getting back to the Molly that I was proud of. And I, and I truly, you know, was, was truly myself, you know, getting back to that. Yeah. Um, It shouldn't be so weird and hard, but I think, I know I've been through it and I feel like I'm still going through it because as, as we grow, you know, things always are evolving and changing. And, and I think that's kind of what we were talking about today, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So what we're going to talk about today is basically just that, you know, it's a new year. People say new year, new me. I don't believe in the new me. Right. I believe in the refurbished, the repolished mm-hmm. myself, you know, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of people making these, these dedications or what is the word? Uh, resolutions. resolutions. A lot of people making resolutions for the new year, but you know, to does making re- resolutions, is that really what you wanted to do? Or are you just going after the trend? You know, what are you doing for yourself? Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, I've fallen in, into that trap, you know, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to eat healthy, lose weight, be wealthy. And it feels like I may be missing something in there. That's the shoulds, supposed tos. Yeah, yeah, that shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Shoulda, coulda, wouldas. There it is. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and you know when I when I was thinking about because you know for a uh, fifteen year almost my New Year's I had a I had a schedule right every every New Year's I made corned beef I made you know I had cabbage I had black eyed peas I made all these all these things. And I was so, that's what I did, you know, bring it in the new year and how everybody does it. I didn't do that this year. I felt we really either. weird. Yeah, we didn't either. We blew that off. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, I can't make all that shit for one person. So, like, I didn't do it. But it didn't change anything. Right. Maybe it did. What if you didn't feel obligated? What if you were were more open to whatever the day brought and open to whatever this meant for the year? Yes. You know, I'm not trying to force something. Right. Right. I'm just letting what comes, comes. Like I said in my post, I'm just letting the cards fall where they may. Yeah. 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 For me, I spent several years not caring as, you know, my family went through those dark years. Um, who cares about all that stuff? It doesn't really work. It doesn't really change anything, but there is something different for me this year. And and I think it's more of the business thing. You know, we're, we are closing out 23 uh, tax wise books, accounting, all those things. And so it gives me a really clear picture of what we did or what we didn't do or what we could do better. And for me, it's inspired me in a different way to say, you know what, look what my businesses did this year. And look where we're ending. And oh my gosh, we can go after this. We can do that. We can go in this direction next year and pursue things that were dreams three years ago because yes. of, of where the business ended on a business cycle, not so much a new year. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Amanda, you know, I mean, you got, I mean, your new year is going to be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I think for us, we're kind of, when we moved, we knew that it was like, we were kind of coming into a blank slate situation. And I feel like that's kind of how I approach new years is just kind of, it's a blank slate. And what are our goals for the year going to be? It doesn't necessarily mean it's a resolution, but just what, what do we want to see happen? And, um, I think that this year, you know, we've got our house build, we're going to be learning a lot of new skills, um, like how to build a house. Uh, but I think additionally, it's just like, you know, what direction do we want to go with our, with our ranch store and, um, what kinds of, what kinds of new things do I want to embrace? Because I feel like I have had some things that I have kind of like hit the brakes on, because of living in a camper, I've been using that as kind of as an excuse. Yeah. But on the same, well, I, my brain's not working. Um, even though I've used that as an excuse, I've also had a lot of people tell me that they're so impressed with everything that we have been able to do while living in a camper. Yeah. Yeah. Making tallow, making soap, doing this, doing that, and all these different things. And, um, so that's been really cool, but I feel like I personally am just trying to decide, okay, we accomplished a lot in 2023. What do, what do we see for 2024? And I don't want to not living in a more permanent home as an excuse to not go after those things. Yeah. So I had a friend who, um, just messaged me the other day and she was telling me that she just loves to watch our stories and see what all we've got going on and she's like I just feel like you guys have really embraced your new way of living and you're just you're learning new skills every day and you're doing all these different things and she was like it's just so exciting and she was like you're you're doing all these things you're finding new adventures in your own backyard and just all this stuff and she said it makes me feel like my life is so boring (laughs) yeah and so I 
But like one of the, one of the big things, you know, I want to continue to hone our skills and learn new things, but also encourage people to like find the adventure around them. Don't, don't feel like life is so boring. Like it doesn't have to be, you can, if you have a calling, if you have something tugging at your heart, like do, do it. Yeah. 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 Just do it. Go after it. So I think that's, that's kind of my, my big thing going into the new year is like, don't let circumstances be an excuse. If you have like a true desire to go after it, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. Don't let should get in the way of the authentic you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's something that I, that I have been thinking about and struggling with a little bit, you know, is because, you know, for two year or more, I have had all these ideas, but I always come up with an excuse of why I couldn't do them, why I shouldn't do them, you know, why would you want to do that? <laughs> like all these things. And, you know, when when my life kind of derailed there for a little bit, I did kind of waller in that because then I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, where could I be at this point had I not said, don't do that, don't do that, or that's, you know, all these different things. So I think going into the new year that that's what I'm trying to embrace is really taking the ideas that I do have and trying to do something with them. Instead of making excuses of why I can't do them. Yeah, but the the wisdom you gained from that experience will serve you for the rest of your life. So it wasn't a mistake. It was it was part of your journey to shape your future. And and there's a beauty in that. And it's easier to look back and say that than to say it, you know, you probably want to punch me in the throat right in the middle of it if you hear something like that. And I get it. Um, but we can't we can't hate on our past selves. It's all it's all those versions of us that take us to that authentic self that I think everybody craves. Yeah. Well, I think too, though, you know, we've talked about this before. I think too, that a lot of it was accepting the timing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times we talked about this numerous times. A lot of times we set this, like this needs, like we get an idea and we want to go after it. If it doesn't happen in the two weeks, we're like, fuck this. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of letting things ride out and happen in the timing that they were supposed to happen, yes. we may not like the timing. We may not yes. like the circumstances. Right. But right. I believe in the universe. I believe that things happen when they're supposed to. Do I like the circumstances that happen in my life? Absolutely not. But <laughs> I, I truly believe that I know that they happen for a reason and that my timing is what my timing is supposed to be. Yeah. Amen, sister. Preach it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's something that we have learned too with all this house stuff. I mean, it's like when we moved, we thought, okay, we're going to buy this land. We're going to get building on it right away. We're going to have a new house by Christmas. And here we are a year and a half later and we still mm-hmm. have a new house. So I think that's something that we have really learned too is just kind of we live in a society that's like, okay, I want to do this and I want to do it now. Or, you know, I, I want to, I have this idea and I want it to happen overnight when really you have to, you got to kind of roll with the punches sometimes, but you also have to be incredibly patient at times and keep, keep working toward it, realizing that it's not, it's not always going to be easy. Like sometimes the things that you are hoping to accomplish 
they are a little bit of work. You're not going to appreciate that end result without the steps that it takes to get there. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I yeah. look at it too. I look at it too, like your house, Amanda, right? Yeah. yeah. Who, who knows? The postponing and the trouble that you've been through, maybe that was to save you from some type of a disaster. Yeah. yeah. True. Well, I, and I kind of look at it that way too, because it's like, you know, each little thing that we have unfolded, each hurdle uh, that we have kind of overcome, it's kind of like, man, that could have been really bad. Like, you know, when we, with Kellen's job, for instance, um, it took a little while for him to get hired on when he did, he's still in training. He does not have his clearance to be able to actually start working his job yet. So he's still getting a paycheck, but we've been waiting for six months now for him to get his clearance. It's just taking a while. So, um, there's things like that where it's like, hopefully by the time we are building, he will have his clearance and, you know, the financing that we will need through the bank, they'll, they'll see that as, okay, this is a permanent job. He, he really is like in the, in it, you know? Um, and also his credit score, like because of paying off our debts and, and living debt free, um, his credit score tanked. And so, um, yeah, he went from like a credit score of almost 850 to the bank tried to pull a credit score and they're like, we can't find anything for you. <laughs> it's like, and that's a problem now. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, but you know, we do, unfortunately, we do need a little bit of financing to be able to finish out our home. And so it's in that time since we've learned and working on rebuilding his credit and stuff like that. So just like you said, I feel like there are so many little hidden things sometimes that we don't see. We don't see all the things we see our goal that we want to work towards, but we don't see how the trials and tribulations of getting there are, helping us grow and protecting us from, you know, things that could really make things go yeah. awry. Yeah. And I think the same thing goes for Laura. I mean, look how much you learned, Laura, this past year and all the shit that you were doing, your licensing, your store, you know, and yeah. now you're going into the new year with a whole different skill set, a whole different knowledge, you know, yeah. a whole different thing. You're right. And and thank you. And, you know, today has been a very pivotal day for my retail store and working on things that had to be adjusted. And it was, uh, it's been a very painful morning here um, with some of the changes that, that were, that I was required to make. And, um, but on the other side of it, an hour later, a couple of beautiful things came out of it. And um, I think that's just following that path of the universe. And I think that it's going to be a huge year And I have learned like what y'all are saying. I feel like maybe I'm just a little bit ahead, but probably not if we talk more about it, that um, following that, that destiny, if you will, that, that path, that passion, that authentic thing has taught me to trust the process, to trust getting up every day and doing what comes my way and making the decision I know to be right uh, and continuing to grow through it. Yeah. You know, it's, and I think that's one thing, you know, we talk about people making New Year's resolutions, you know, and they're making resolutions that that's the, the traditional resolutions. Yes. Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, the way that I felt about it, because I used to be the same way. I'm going to go to the gym, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to quit smoking. Yeah, you know, don't I'm gonna forget do to things. beat yourself up in three weeks when you can't maintain it. Don't forget that part. 
<laughs> yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't a true resolution of who you are as an individual. Yeah. Oh. Mm-mm. You know, people are like like my New Year's resolution, like not a resolution, just a goal, a dedication to myself, you know, is to work on my pigs and to have this for my hogs and to do this for my hogs. And people will be like, people's like, well, hogs, you know, that's your resolution is about, yeah, because that's who I am. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm not a gym junkie. I'm not staring at myself in the fucking mirror taking pictures of my muscles. No. Yeah. I think no. that's the big thing is when you can kind of chase after authenticity that's where you're really going to shine because those those goals mean so much more they're so much more personal they're so much more just being authentic I mean it's it's really I feel like you know as we're talking about goals and things for the new year that's that's the biggest thing for me is like what things do I want to authentically pursue what things you know we've learned so many things in the last year so going forward into the new year what things do I really want to go after that are going to continue to contribute to my overall like big picture goal yeah and I think for us as a family you know we want to be as self-sustainable as possible and I think that we also want to improve you know the ways that we are eating we want to improve um like even down to the materials and fabrics that we're wearing on our bodies. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, we want to be wearing real fibers. We want to be eating real food. We want to be doing things that are real because we know that in doing that, we're not supporting the system. We're kind of, we're bucking it. (laughs) like that good play did did i'm not i'm not gonna put it out there i'm not gonna put it out there but amanda told me amanda told me something yesterday an idea that she had and she said bucking the system and i was like that's so fucking clever yes it is love it and it fits and and you have to have a tinfoil tiara in your logo (laughs) perfect yeah you know, and I feel like doing all those things, it's just authentic to who we are and what our our passions are and what our goals are. And so I think that really, if you choose things that are authentic to who you are, what your lifestyle is and things like that, it's not just a resolution. It's not just like this thing that you're putting out there and dangling there. It's real. And yeah, that, right. that's, that's the kind of New Year's resolution I can get behind. <laughs> um, here, here's a thought that I just had. Back in those days when I made those resolutions, I was uh, full of anxiety, driven by yep. fear, driven by reaction. I was really not at peace with myself. Yeah. And when I when I think about where I am now and what this year looks like as being authentic and and knowing where I need to go and where the universe is, is taking me and us, it's a place of peace and beauty and yes. um, passion. And it's just... Oh, it's just craveable at the end of the day. I mean, do y'all well, experience that too? Well, the thing is, though, you know, we we live in such a fake world. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, we live in such a fake world. And I think that's why the resolutions are what they are. You know, yeah. it's about our bodies looking the way that society says that our bodies should look like. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's doing things that society says that we should do. It's all these things. And I think that those resolutions bring us anxiety and bring us, you know, depression, bring us sadness, because it's not truly, it's fake. It's not who we are. Is that yeah. should supposed to, and, and it, 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 it does end up like that. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's where it goes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was talking with my sister about this recently and just how they just bought a new house a couple months ago and they've been working on making some changes and doing this and doing that. And she, my sister, um, she went to college for interior design and she works for a custom, um, cabinet maker. They do kitchens and baths and like yeah. pantries and stuff. So she works in, uh, she does a lot with multi-million dollar homes on the, the coast of North Carolina. And, um, she's always surrounded by so much money and like people that are doing things, making their homes look like magazines, you know? And she's like, yeah. I would love to be able to do that and have it all done now. But then she's like, at the same time though, she's like, I've thought about it. And it's like, I know that my kids don't care. They don't care about that kind of stuff. And if we had things that were like super nice like that, I'd be worried all the time about no budget or be right. careful or, you know, can't use it. it's too nice. Yeah. 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 And she's like, and I also was thinking about how, you know, we look on Pinterest, we look on Instagram, we look on all these different things and we constantly, we see these things. It's in our faces all the time. Like, Oh, that looks so pretty. I want to have that. I love that aesthetic. I, all these different things. When, she was like, think about our parents, like back in the eighties when it was like, people were just happy. They just had homes that they lived in. Things were comfortable. It didn't. And she's like, I feel like quality of living was better then than what it is today. Even though people have, you know, so much money and they have all these beautiful things and this and that, the quality of living was so much better then because we weren't constantly feeling like we had to live up to what everybody else is doing. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, I was thinking, I was really, I was thinking about this the other day because, you know, I've been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on what I'm going to do with my farm and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I was thinking if I was, I was having this conversation with my mom and it was Kim and she was like, you know, if you sell your place, we're going to have to do this to it. it, you know, and I was like, it's sad to me because had, say my house was pristine, right? Mm -hmm. I would not have had, I would have never allowed a baby pig in my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would have never allowed a rooster to live in my guest bedroom. Yep. <laughs> you know, I would never have allowed those things, but what I would have missed out on. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I flew some pigs yesterday to Oregon and uh, the lady, the customer that was going to fly a dog behind me, she said, so do you have pigs in your house all the time? I was like, yeah, yeah. At yeah. some point in time, if they need to come in, yeah. And she was like, "Ew, that's nasty." Whatever. It's my this, house. Oh my god. So I mean, Ryan would get fucking irate. Wow. About the baby pigs, you know, yeah. and and but the thing is, is like I remember growing up. Like growing up, my house was not dirty, but we had sheep that lived in the house in the laundry room. <laughs> Nice. You know, we had baby chicks in there. We had <laughs> we had all dogs. We rollerbladed in the house and ruined the hardwood floors. You know, oh, wow. yeah. but 
but when I think about those things, you know, those are memories, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the like worst memories that I remember is my mamaw, my mom's mom had this room. It was all white. I mean, white oh, shag carpet. Oh, right? God. And wow. like, you couldn't even enter that room. No, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> the no, no you know, room. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the joy in that? Right. Right. Uh, we yeah. were talking uh, up at the cabin this weekend with our friends and uh, talk, talking about this, the difference between today and all the technology and all the culture and all the things. And I just said, look, y'all, I came from the generation that pre-cable, we would test nine volt batteries on our tongue for fun. That yeah. was just what you did, right? And I bet y'all did too. <laughs> we didn't have cable TV, so we stuck batteries to our tongue. <laughs> well, I think about that kind of stuff for my own kids all the time, where I'm like, I mean, just like over the summer, how for fun, they would go out and see who could hold on to the electric fence the longest. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. cool. Okay. So, you know, and that, and that just, that goes back to us living our authentic life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think too, at the beginning of a year, I, I tend to kind of think about it too from, okay, not that the end of a year has to be like a solid closing out a chapter, but if you do kind of view it from, okay, I'm kind of going into the new year, I'm going to pick and choose. I'm going to be selective with what I allow into Mm -hmm. my life and into our home and, and things like that. And I think that prior to COVID, I never really thought about that because yeah. just life, we're just keeping up with things. But mm -hmm. when things got shut down with COVID and forced you to not really have anything going on, when things kind of started to open back up, it's kind of like, okay, what am I going to allow back in? What, what do I want to prioritize and allow back into my life? And mm -hmm. I feel like now that's kind of been my approach at the start of new years where it's like, I want to be authentic. I want to pursue things that, that bring us joy and kind of support our authentic selves, but also, um, what is, what's going to be the priority? What are we going to allow to stay in our lives and what things are we going to say? You know what? That didn't really add or that didn't add value to my life so much. So yeah, let's eat it out. Yeah. And I think that, that's kind of how you can um, get rid of some of that white noise that's just kind of hanging around and not really adding anything of value. Yeah, that sums well, up kind of my, my piece. What did I not like about my personal piece in the year, and what do I what do I not allow in? This yeah. Year? yeah. Well, to me, to me, you know, like Laura said on the shoulda, coulda, woulda, it kind of I take that and I do you know reevaluate my year. What I could have done, what I should have done, what I would have done. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Take those, place those into my, my new year, my new coulda, shoulda, wouldas, and I'm just reevaluating, I'm reassessing, you know, repolishing, doing things, you know, because what I have, a lot of things that I have learned out of, you know, what I, I've went through this past year is what I do need, not just in myself, but in my life, at, in a partner in so many aspects, in a friend, and yeah. you know, in my business, in all these things, I've learned truly what I need moving forward. So not a resolution of, you know, I'm going to do this or going to do that, but just a reevaluation of my life. And now I know what I need and what I don't want, yeah. you know, 
And I've spent a lot of years looking at one day it would be nice and I would like to live like this or that. And uh, guess what? There's no time like the present. Yeah. You know, like what you're saying, let's, you know, let's build it. Let's do it. Yeah. I think, you know, I've learned, I mean, I've learned a lot about, you know, reevaluating myself, but just embracing myself, you know, um, I am quirky. I am, I am very odd in a lot of ways, you know, in a beautiful way. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, you know, it's really just getting back to accepting that and taking that into the new year of, you know, being like we talk about being my authentic self, you know, yeah. us yeah. not being our authentic selves causes us more damage, pain and sadness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, we go into this with this preconception of who we should be, what we need in life and what we do. And we bring those unnecessary, those fake things into our lives, which makes us very unhappy. And then we get mad about the situations that we end up in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it becomes really overwhelming and almost like, I know when I have been in those situations, it's just like how Laura mentioned all the anxiety and everything that you end up having in your life because you're not, you're not being authentic and mm -hmm. it just, it gets so overwhelming. And I don't know, it's, you almost, you lose sight of who you are and what you really want to do with your life. And it just sucks. <laughs> well, we're here, we got each other and I think our listeners feel the same way. So I hope we're, we're being helpful speaking out loud our, our experiences and it still blows me away that we're all three on the same page. I mean, oh, you know, we've never even met in person. So yeah, like you know, we may we we may be different genres of books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we are like one may be sci-fi, one could be investigative, one could be romance. I don't, you know what I mean? Yep. But but at the same point in time, there's always a point of connection within us, just in, just on different different spheres you know like yeah. we are different but we we all have the same purpose in life you know Absolutely. we all want the same things in life just in different ways mm -hmm. yeah 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 and I think I go ahead I was gonna say I, th I think that that's been one of the neatest parts I, I honestly I'm so thankful for this podcast and for our friendships because I feel like in the past year just being able to speak out and like have a, a public voice <laughs> um, has really given me so much more confidence in life and also just in realizing that the ways that I'm feeling, the, th the thoughts that I have are not so out there. Like mm -hmm. the three of us here have all shared thoughts and ideas and viewpoints that are the same. Mm -hmm. as Or... It's or even if they're not the same, we still embrace each other for who we are. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it's given me so much more confidence because that's an area that I have struggled with my whole life is feeling like I'm not, I'm not a very confident person or I'm not good enough or I don't fit in with a certain crowd or this or that. I'm not one that has tons of friends and I feel like just being able to have our podcast and be able to talk with y'all late uh, every week and stuff has just really, it's been a blessing in my life. And I'm excited to see where that goes in the new year and beyond. Same. 
you know, you were worried about having the right words, Amanda, when we first started. And there's the perfect moment that there's nothing I can say to improve upon that. You're quite a wordsmith when you just speak from your heart. I love that. Well, and if you, you know, if we want to talk about New Year's and looking back on, you know, 2023, well, you know, we all have changed, right? Yes, I've changed a lot. Yeah. Yes. You know, Amanda, when we when we first started, she fell out of place. She didn't want to talk. She's like, I feel like I'm over speaking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, just talk. That's like, right. You know what I mean? Yes. But, yes. you know, Amanda's come out of her shell. You know, uh, Laura, you had a lot of, you know, uh, anxiety. And you had all these things. You looked at holidays weird. You looked at all these aspects. You know, and you've really come out of your shell and embraced a new beautiful side. Yes, thank you. It it um, in your own way. I'm so glad that you see that. That helps me um, tons because it's it's scary, you know. But yeah, yeah. Well, you you have come so far too. I mean, I feel like when we started this, we didn't have a very. I mean, we had an idea in mind, but it wasn't like a super, super clear vision of, of where it would go and stuff. And I feel like just seeing you be able to just run with it and really help encourage and empower and lift and motivate and do all these things, even in your darkest moments, you, you've come leaps and bounds. Like the woman that you were at the start of the year in 2023, or even, you know, when you and I first met to who you are now, you've had so many things happen that are not good, but what radiates from you is just beauty and light and just how you can do it. You can do yeah. it. And yeah. that it's beautiful. It's been so, I'm so glad that we've been able to be a part of each other's lives and really see where you're going and yeah. to be here to support you and encourage you too. Yeah, about each of us, really, you know, each of us are going on these great paths and we've got each other's back. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, I I was thinking just the other day, uh, hold on. I got a call. I got a call. Sorry. Anyway, (laughs) I was, I was just thinking the other day, you know, everything does, you know, going back to time, everything does happen. We may not understand it when it happens. Ideas are given to us, and I think that, you know, they may not really click on why they happen, but they eventually do click. Yes. You know, um, I have been, although I have a lot of friends, right, I've all, I've always been a loner in myself personally and in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Anybody that, I mean, one of my good friends, Sarah Bear, has been my friend since I was four, and she will tell you that she truly doesn't know much about me, just that I'm a crazy wild woman, you know? (laughs) Um, But so what I'm trying to get to is when I created, when I got the idea for this podcast, I just knew it was going to be a podcast, right? Never saw what was going to happen in my life moving forward. Never saw a divorce. Never saw that I might lose my farm never saw any of these things happening but I think that the reason that this podcast was created was because I did need the friendship connection I did need a way to um release myself emotionally connect with people 
And I needed this embracement of true love and true friendship, not knowing that then, but I think that that has been one of the major things that's come out of this podcast for me is that the idea come for me because I needed it at this point in time. I can see yeah. that. And, and I think we represent a different perspective on living. And yes. I think our timing is uh divine. If you want to use such a big, bold word, but it is, there's, there's a reason yeah. we're here. The reason we're together. There's a reason we're sharing this message. And as much as I love my women friends, it is amazing to see how many men support us too. That our yes. viewers are slightly more men, I think, than women. So when you look at it, we get to be part of this beautiful mu movement of this uh, new perspective on life. And that's uh, that's kind of just leaves me in awe, you know? Yeah, because it, you know, it started out just pigs, but we talk about our food system. We talk about stories in our lives. I mean, we talked about Amanda's kids having worms. We and, did. you know, we did. And I, and how I fucking hated the holidays and all those and yeah. things. <laughs> you know, have you ever thought, like, we talk about these things. And so I just, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think that, you know, everything is in, in the works. We don't know why or, you know, what's going on. But when it works out and you can actually see the point and views of things, it is a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. It is. So Thanks. going into the new year with your coulda, shoulda, wouldas, you know, not, we don't need to fret. We need to truly see the beauty in things, be our authentic selves. Yep. And not cast such anxiety and burdens and, and you know, just all that on ourselves. Yeah. Ditch, ditch the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and embrace your authentic self. Yes. The end. Yeah. There she goes again. The end. <laughs> That's how we're going to leave it. The end. See you later. All Asla right. Vista. All right. <laughs> we'll go. What is it we go do? Go feed them damn hogs and them churros. Them hogs. That's it. All right. <laughs> but we're I not love feeding Gobble because Gobble's dead. Oh, there's that. There's that. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Okay, we'll see you bye. later. All right. Bye. I love you. Bye. See you. That was cool.